This Week One Shot is brought to you by Chicago Loot Drop. Chicago Loot Drop is bringing back their classic sing-along version of the 1977 Rankin-Bass animated version of The Hobbit, complete with a bouncing one ring. Come to the Public House Theater at 3914 North Clark Street in Chicago, Illinois, on Sunday, March 22nd at 7.30 to sing along to songs like Down Down to Goblin Town and 15 Birds and Five Fir Trees while drinking beer from the Arcade Brewery. Tickets are only $10, and the proceeds will be used to purchase books, toys, and games for kids at the University of Chicago Children's Hospital. For tickets and more information, go to chicagolootdrop.org. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. And we've got an exciting lineup of games for you all month, starting with this week's game, Witch. Witch is a dark, urban fantasy role-playing system designed around a community of spellcasters called the Faded. Faded are otherwise normal humans living in our world who have traded their souls for power. It's a D20 system, which is something that we haven't featured on One Shot in a while, but it also brings to the table a lot of interesting innovations to the world of spellcasting. Kat and I cut our teeth on D20 roleplaying. One of the things we love most about it was challenging ourselves as spellcasters. Casters get a wide array of tools at their disposal, and if you're clever, you can apply those tools in many different situations. It was always fun to come up with ways to skirt around puzzles or solve problems using spells that the GM wasn't expecting you to use. The fun and creativity in spellcasting is something that Witch's designer, Elizabeth G. Predickle, and I sure hope I'm pronouncing that right, put at the center of her system. A lot of the spells that I saw in Witch were subtle, and there are several conceivable applications for each spell. So any given spell that a Faded would pick up on their journey could help them in a number of ways. Which forgoes the traditional Vancian casting for spells that can be cast multiple times at a cost. Each time you cast a spell, you increase your chance of botching and creating a potentially lethal, undesired magical effect. This encourages player creativity. Although you could get a lot of mileage out of spells, it's not a great idea to keep using the same one over and over again, and certainly not a good idea to use it over and over again in the same way. One innovation that I'm sad we didn't get to test out on air is their system for dealing with demons. Many of the classes in which are people who have sold their soul to unseemly forces from other worlds. Through game mechanics, you can interact with these creatures using tarot cards. What I think we responded to most in our episode is the world of Witch. And although our narrative doesn't quite reflect the darkness that's inherent to the system, it was fun putting ourselves in the headspace of a secret cabal of magical and perhaps slightly impulsive people who might be roaming around our world. You can find Witch on Kickstarter right now. And as I'm recording this, they are almost funded. By the time you're hearing it, they may only be a few dollars away. A big thanks to Listen4 for giving us, and therefore you, a preview of their game. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Alright, let's meet our party for this week. First up, a familiar voice to you all, I am sure, Cat Murphy. James Damato. Welcome to One Shot. Thank you for having me on One Shot. You know, I'm glad you came back. It was it was touch and go there for a moment, I guess. It was I touch guess. and go there for a moment. Kat, uh, let's learn a little bit about who you're playing this week. Okay. Uh, 
First of all, you're playing a witch. I'm playing a witch. And you're playing a witch in the witch role-playing system, yes. which means there are several different kinds of witch. Which witch is your witch? I'm playing a lich witch. A lich witch? Yeah. Please, go on about this lich witch. Um, so her name's Esther. Uh, she is some age, but she was stopped uh, at age 12. Stopped. That's a weird way of phrasing it. Well, um... So, uh. We should, liches are dead for, not everybody oh, knows D&D. Not everyone knows liches. <laughs> <clears throat> oh golly, hold on. Uh, I, I'm also quite sickly this week, so I might start hacking, which is fitting because, uh, I'm a lich. So liches are, uh, people who found, who wanted to be immortal, found out this way to do it, where you put effectively your soul into an object called a phylactery. And, uh, then your body goes on and you can do whatever forever. Uh, and if it's killed, you go back into your little artifact phylactery and then can kind of respawn and come back into the world and keep going. Um, the only way that you can really die is if your phylactery is destroyed. So, like, Voldemort was a lich. Uh, yes, Voldemort was a, was a lich. Sauron was really a lich. That's there. Lots of liches out there. Many liches through history. So you're in good company. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, so who is Esther? Uh, you said she's been around for a time. Are we keeping that vague for a reason? Is she a woman who does not discuss her age? She, she's a woman who doesn't discuss her age, but not because she's actually bothered by it in any way. Uh, Esther's 30. She was born in 1985, but she looks like she's 12. But she doesn't like people knowing information about her. Uh, she lives with some people that she's pretty close with, but they've never heard her last name, and she's probably never going to tell them. Um, no. she's, so she's not on the lease? No. She's not on the lease. She worked that one out. <laughs> something about the witch role-playing system is that liches pick a specialty of something that they're really into. Um, this usually means that they study a lot, but sometimes it means that they're like Olympians or something like that. Um, but Esther's whole deal is that she's going to be the best at magic and the best at witchcraft because I'm playing this character and James asked, asked me to play a witch. Um, so, uh, one of the things of witchcraft is that people shouldn't know a lot of information about you because they can use it against you. So she doesn't tell a lot. That's Esther's deal. All right. Uh, so, uh, please give us the audience a, uh, physical description on okay. Esther. Um, Esther is, uh, a scrawny little thing. That's, I don't know, how, how tall are 12 year olds? Yeah. Yeah, like four like feet. Like four or five, she's, they're tall. Sure. She's like, Courtney, why don't you know more about how tall 12 year olds <laughs> are? Jeez. She's like four two. There we go. Mm-hmm. She's like a little, little schwink. Um, she's pretty sickly looking in general. Uh, she has, Long black hair that she keeps in ponytail and big brown eyes. Liches all are kind of desiccating in some way. None of this shows on their faces, though. So the way that this appears in Esther is that she has mottled green skin like a witch, which she's pretty into. But she knows other people aren't, so she wears gloves over her hands. She wears red gloves, wears uh, red combat boots, black tights, and a black dress. And if you're going out in public, she's going to wear a black witch hat. <laughs> That's just how things are. <laughs> but it's New York, so nobody bats and a she's goddamn like eye. Twelve, you know, she can get away with doing that sort of thing. That's true. Yep. That's true. All right, so let's move on to our next performer, uh, a voice that you should be familiar with because she was a smash hit on our Princesses and Palaces episode, Courtney Creary. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. This is your second role-playing experience. Yes. So you're already one for one yes. on role-playing. You've already done very well. 
You beat the last adventure. Your character survived all the way to the end. So now we are at character number two. Mm-hmm. And we, you're, you're playing a witch, which is coincidental because you are also playing someone who is accused of being a witch in one of your performances right now that you're doing around Chicago, right? Yes, I'm in, um, in a show called Dead Broads Yapping, which is every Thursday in March. So four shows in March. At the Public House Theater, 8 p.m., and I think it's $10. Um, but we also have deals on Gold Star, too. And Dead Broad's Yapping is actually one of my favorite concept shows that mm. has come out. That's because you won a griddle the first time you came to, sh- to the show because you were in our, our end uh, <laughs> and our Teddy end Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt let me win. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we it's a kind of a talk show from the afterlife is what we like to say. And it stars um, Joan of Arc, myself, and uh, Marie Maloney as Jack. Jackie O. Nassis Kennedy and Caroline Nash as Amelia Earhart. And we have Teddy Roosevelt, and this season we'll have lots of fun people like Winston Churchill, Nikola Tesla. Um, yeah, I know, I know, a lot of people got called upon to do characters on the show, <laughs> and somebody who was talked to about doing character last season for uh. the next season. <laughs> Uh, just uh, weird. The phone never rang on that one. It's so funny. Well, we start off <laughs> figuring out the themes of our shows, and then we kind of get characters based on that. So one, like we no, have, it's like just a, sort of weird that you would theme a I show know. to not have talented performers. In it. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll be back again next year. So with a with a fan base, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, with a built-in with fan a built-in base. fan base. It's a poor marketing decision. Just you know, some people just are just waiting around for that phone. Wait, number. who did you want to play? I don't remember. Uh, I didn't have anybody specifically because all the people that I'm really good at doing impressions of are got taken. alive. What's that? Are they all alive? No, you have to be dead. You they be got a dead taken. Person. They got taken already. Oh, shit. I'd oh yeah, we d- and then you ha- you told me you were gonna think of someone and get back to me. And how about you there haven't you done go, that? Jim. There you go. All right, Don't put this on me. This is all <laughs> on you. All right, I'm getting some attitude, so I'm just gonna move <laughs> straight on to your character, uh, Courtney. Who are you playing this week? My character's name is Darcy Whiskey. Nice, Darcy Whiskey. So you are fitting into the uh, TV tropes pattern of Johnny McCool name, <laughs> as, yeah. as our uh, listeners pointed out to us. So those who are updating the TV trope, you got another entry. Mm-hmm. Um, Darcy Whiskey, what kind of witch is she? I'm a druid, so I guess I'm uh, very passionate, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm more of like a rough and tumble yeah, fighter, and like connected with nature. Yes, too. and connected to animals and nature. Which is great because I love animals and nature in my own life. And yeah, so how does that how does that translate to Darcy? Is she like does she work at animal rescue shelters? Like what does she do? Who is she? She loves bringing home random animals or people just give her animals and she'll take care of them and then release them on their own if she needs to. And very distracted by any animals anytime there's any around. Like there's a corgi right next to me right now, and she'd be <laughs> really into this corgi right of now. Of course, yeah. Do we yeah. have a lot of animals around the apartment then? Um, it, sporadically. Okay. Yeah. They appear and they disappear for various reasons. So cool. love animals and plants. Lots of plants too. And what does Darcy look like? Darcy is about 21 years old. Okay. Um, she loves to drink. So her 21st birthday party was a major event. Mm-hmm. The police and, and a SWAT team actually <laughs> had to be called. Team. Yes. It was a, it was a, a very huge problem. And um, she's got hair the color of dark whiskey mm-hmm. and green eyes and then just like a ton of fucking freckles all over her cheeks. Nice. 
she's got a, a big fat ass and she's a little bit more of a plump, small Irish girl. I like it. I like it. Yeah. How, how tall is she? You said she's small. She is. She's she's about my height. She's five foot two. Five two. Um, five but two she's full of fury. but she's really very very quick to kick somebody's ass. So it's, even though she looks small, she's still fairly intimidating. Um, and has kind of a like don't fuck with me presence. Especially living in NYC, you got to be used to that. Oh yeah, know? absolutely. I mean, that's that's actually your default mode of dealing with people is don't mm-hmm. fuck with me. Exactly. All right. Yeah, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with my friends or my animals. With that, let's move on to somebody who's very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> my podcasting life partner, <laughs> Alex Manich. Welcome back to the show. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Always a pleasure. Uh, lifelong dream realized being on TV tropes. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was uh, a wonderful a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like an award winner. You, know? you, you basically, a million bucks. You basically won an award, except instead of it providing you any sort of advantage or benefit, you can waste your time reading that page. Yeah, it's on my resume. <laughs> Updated my resume. <laughs> to, uh, on with a TV link, tropes. With a link to TV tropes. It's a big link, so pushed out a lot of real important work history. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's about, it's a blue link. You can't actually click it because it's a pa- piece of paper. Piece of paper. Uh, so you have and to type it in. And every time you print out your resume, you have to print it in color, which is such a drag. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. it costs a lot more. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I ask that, uh, all the people who interview me, uh, type it, you know. <laughs> exactly. You know, every character. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very, very exciting to be back. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you. Uh, Alex, do you have anything to plug while we're uh, doing plugs right I now? I do. Uh, uh, you know, always uh, ch- check out the Overshare. Every Wednesday. Um, every Wednesday. and Well, uh, mostly every Wednesday. Hey, some Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, also, at Overshare Alex on Twitter. The two, if you're uh, local or you're in Chicago coming up here, mm-hmm. uh, March 11th, I'm going to be playing with my uh, independent team, Bonefish Grill, uh, at Stage 773. Uh, but the big one I think that uh, listeners of the show might be interested in, uh, if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, I will be in a show called A Swarm of Spoilers, where we attempt in one hour to uh, satirize and also uh, give you a synopsis of all four seasons of Game of Thrones in a one-hour show. And you you were sort of typecast. I actually got so I'm going to be playing four roles. Oh, four! Wow, four it was roles. two last time. Yes, uh, we had our first read through. Have uh, you been killing people off to get their roles? Uh, it, I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, no one, no one is the wiser. Uh, Not so much kill. He just stuffs them in closets. Okay. That yeah. don't open from the inside. <laughs> but I am playing so uh, Lord Varys. The eunuch, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he's not really Lord. But yeah, he's not Lord. a Lord. They call him Lord Varys oh. out of respect. Spoilers already. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> More then, like explanation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Tywin Lannister, mm-hmm. Lord Tywin Lannister. He is a Lord. Uh, also, Roose Bolton, another Lord. That sounds made up. Roose is loose. Roose Bolton. Is uh, he going to be loose? 
He's he's on the loose. You I know, didn't know they, about that one. And Michael, but he's a descendant of Michael Bolton, right? That's exactly right. And then uh, Jorah Mormont. Tell right. us about who you're playing. Yeah, Alex. sure. Uh, my character is named Johnny Hardcore. <laughs> Johnny Hardcore is a uh, he is a veteran of the 80s hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. Johnny Hardcore obviously is not his real name until he did legally change his name <laughs> to Johnny Hardcore. Nice. Uh, it took a lot of, like, he spent most of his money on the, the legal, you know, uh, battle trying to get this name. And it was, it was a, battle. a battle. It was a battle. How uh, old is he? Uh, so, as most punk rockers from the 80s, he's aging now. Uh, <laughs> he's probably late 40s, uh, early 50s. Um, uh, no exact age. <laughs> he's got a, a sort of, uh, he won't, again, he won't tell anybody his, his exact age. The but app, you but he's tell. the appropriate age to be living in an apartment with a small child and a 21 year old girl. No, there's but, no appropriate age. Yeah, <laughs> right. But Johnny Hardcore has never cared about what's appropriate. Uh, also talks about himself in the third person. Third person. Great. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Johnny, uh, yeah, he was in a hardcore band called the Pagans, uh, and also uh, happens to be uh, he a pagan. Is a pagan. Which that's isn't right. this a class? Yeah, a class. That's a, that's, that's a type of witch or warlock or fated, as they are called in uh-huh. the witch system. He was a bass player. Uh, <laughs> so you did. <laughs> Uh, does so, punk use a bass? Yes, of course. Okay. Yes. You got to get the low end. You got to get that low end rhythm section. Low end going, rhythm section. Man. Okay. Uh, so he's kind of uh, he's built a little bit like a uh, yeah it was just open string <laughs> just an open string yeah he is sort of built like uh, Henry Rollins was back in that time where he's like barrel kind of, chest no but that's new Rollins oh my bad no, old Rollins was sort of like sinewy kind mm. of like you know like he looks wiry. like yeah wiry uh, he is straight edge uh, he's a freegan. He's straight edge. Uh, yeah, he's and we're straight not edge. gonna get along. Yeah, he's straight edge. Freegan. He's a freegan. Do you know what a freegan is? Yeah, James? freegan is a vegan who will dumpster dive. That is right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's- I, I thought it was that you were vegan unless someone gave you free food. Free food. Yeah, well, like it's. I, I think, think it's, a lot of it's dumpster if diving. If people okay. aren't eating it, if like somebody throws out a steak, he can eat a steak because that steak was just gonna go to waste. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's a freegan. Uh, he's he's wearing the same thing he probably wore in the eighties. A uh, denim jacket that's kind of beat yeah. up, and it's got a uh, safety pins of uh, a rancid, yeah. uh, you know, patch on it. Uh, he's wearing some Doc Martens, uh, some uh, like kind of you know very very ratty jeans, and a plain white T-shirt with All a right. hole under both armpits. Good. Oh yeah, of course, because you got to vent the pits. Yeah, he's got. Uh, also, spiderweb tattoos on each elbow. Does that mean he's killed somebody? No, it just means he's a punk rocker from the eighties okay. who made some bad decisions. <laughs> uh, and then he's got a uh, one of those like kind of like prison tat black flag tattoos. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, he's got one of those as well. I have a question. Sure. So since you're a pagan, you have a familiar, right? I do. What's it like? Uh, it is a uh a albino boa constrictor. Cool. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, named Ian. Ian. Ian! Uh, and uh, it's it's 12 feet long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it weighs uh, 110 pounds. <laughs> and uh, it's very strong. Uh, he is able to carry... Somehow, like... like it feels the, lighter to Yeah, me. like, you know, like... 
these guys who look they look really skinny, but for some reason they've got some sort of strength that's yeah. you know, you can't really explain. Uh he carries it around. Uh and and because it's New York, obviously, you know, he, he doesn't get looked at twice. Yeah. Uh and also he's not on the le- the lease either. Yeah. <laughs> Are you on the Just lease? Starcy's lease? Yeah, I'm on the lease. Okay. <laughs> Cool. It's okay. I pay a lot into it to make up for that. Yeah, yeah. that's how the he, arrangement works. Johnny Hardcore will get you back. <laughs> I he swear. swear. Oh, if he doesn't, I'll break his thumbs. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'll make his snake be my friend instead of his. So. Yeah. That snake. Yeah. He actually only has one thumb because the other one oh. was burnt in a gig fire. Was that hard to play the guitar with the one thumb? Bass. Uh, bass uh, <laughs> Depends what you don't hand need your thumb. You don't need your right thumb for a okay. bass. Uh, you just need your two twiddling thumbs. <laughs> your two twiddle fingers. You gotta walk that. Twiddlers and diddlers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's only playing an open string. <laughs> you know, oh my god. In quarter I'm time. into this character. Great. Great. Okay, uh, then we can begin. Uh, so as we mentioned before, you guys all, uh, live in an apartment in New York City. You're part of the faded community there. For the faded in New York, it's sort of a haven. Uh, all sorts of weirdos flow through the city. There's all sorts of magical happenings going on. And the city is very well protected. It's a place where maybe you don't like all other warlocks and witches and you don't approve of what they do but the community is one where you all respect each other and you know that you can trust one another with keeping the community secret and safe and that's all because of an accord struck between witches called the promise of nancy which is enforced very well by the city's re who uh, you guys know the city has a re uh, which is a leader for witches you have never met the Re personally, um, and you've only dealt with subordinates and go-betweens. It's like a uh, fucking alderman. Exactly. Like, it's somebody, you know, especially in a city this size, like, it might not be important for you to see this person until there's a problem happening. Right. right. I have a question. Yes. Who is Nancy? Uh, Nancy, Nancy is the person named in the Accord of Nancy, <laughs> okay. which I imagine is going to get explained in the Witch Core rule book uh, once their Kickstarter is through. Mm. Uh, but in the preparation materials, Nancy gotcha. is the person. Maybe named. Nancy is an acronym. <laughs> okay. I think by law, anything that we say during this podcast becomes canon for the <laughs> game later. I'm right. sure that's going to make the creators feel very comfortable. Yeah, I will hold you to it. Uh, angry hamster, we are sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the city's re kind of friendly. Uh, laissez-faire lets people lay as they will, but also you know that this person is very powerful and influential. Uh, recently in the witch community, there's been a bit of a scare. Because uh, some witches have been falling into comas. Mm. Don't know why. You don't... Like, at first it was like one particular coven. And you all assumed that they tried out some weird magic that wasn't good. And it hit them the wrong way. Yeah, it's like there are things that can happen. And, Mm. like, people can deal with it. But then it happened to one or two more people. Mm. And it started freaking everybody out. So everybody's kind of on high alert right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I say this because you guys uh, 
are all right now asleep, and you are having the same dream. Am I? I thought I didn't sleep. I thought I didn't need to eat. Yeah. I I didn't need to sleep. You're not awake right now. Oh, my. Uh, You're not awake right now. You are experiencing a dream. Uh, And the dream goes like this. Uh, You see sort of uh, scattered images of torches and hoods. You see a pitchfork that is sort of illuminated and silhouetted by the moonlight. You see a large glowing green emerald that appears to have a skull carved into it. Uh, you see flashes of knives. Uh, you hear chanting, uh, chaotic sounds of running and breathing. Then you see a knife uh, falling into the back of a silhouetted figure. Um, and you notice about uh, the vision that they're, everybody's sort of like in a period dress like the few images that you get of people are not of this particular time period um and you wake up and you are around your breakfast table it's not even that you wake up in your beds it's you guys were having a normal day and then all of a sudden you got hit with this with chaos people running skull emerald mm-hmm. knife falling into someone's back yes anything else hoods with their hoods Hoods, yes, hooded figures. Um, uh, that's that's it. That that's all. That's all you got right now. I think. Uh, I think I just dreamt an AFI music video. Let <laughs> me, get that. I got creepy Ku Klux Klan bad badness. I got what's probably a vision. So we should probably make sure that we all saw the same thing. All right, I want you to make an intelligence plus lore roll, Cat. Oh, okay. Intelligence, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And am I, I just I just add? Yes. Okay. Where's lore? It is not a skill. Uh, it is a talent. <clears throat> a talent. Oh, and it's not, it's not, uh, oh, I'm sorry, it's a cult. You, a cult. Yes. Intelligence and a cult. No, I got a six. Six. Uh, does, if anybody has the occult talent, uh, they are welcome to attempt this. I do not. For a bunch of witches, we what don't know. What does it mean if you ha- you mean, like, there's no number there, but it's on my thing. There, yeah, you know what? Uh, why don't you guys just try it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're welcome to it. You don't need Is to it have 20? it. Yeah. yeah. 20 plus your intelligence. Yeah, 10 plus 3. 13. 13. Thank you. Okay. Uh, You're welcome. Don't worry. Close. I got you, Johnny Hardcore. <laughs> I got seven. Do I write it down? No. Ah. No. These are... You know that right now there are six different types of witches that, like, are popular. There's the pagans, the druids, the jinn, the yokai, the bokor, and the liches. Everybody gets their powers by selling their soul. That's, you know, standard stuff that uh, they explain to you when you become a witch and get indoctrinated into the fated community. Uh, something that not everybody knows, uh, that you know really based on rumors and bullshit conversations that you've had with your other uh, musician witch buddies, <laughs> is that there used to be other types. Uh, visions aren't really common for any other type of witch, but they used to be really common for a now extinct breed called seers. And I know this. You know this. So, back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, here he goes again. When I was in with my second band, 
the paganomics. Okay. There used to be, I knew a couple dudes that were, they knew a lot more than other witches did. Like, they would see things, and those things would be, like, things that were true. And so, like, you know, 80s were a tough time. They, you know, shared a bunch of needles, and, you know, they all died out. So, like, I, you know, they're gone now, but I know that they used to see things. They would have these visions, and, like, you know. So you think that since they're gone, that we're picking up the slack because there's something big enough that we'd be getting, like, the feedback? That's possible, I think. Or the right. visions of the future, of the past, of the present? Uh, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know too many specifics. <laughs> I think, like, yeah. But, like, yeah, I think, you, yeah. Johnny hits a certain point uh, with conversations where, like, he'll tell you a, a factual piece of information, and you will press him or ask more information about it, and then everything after that is going to be completely made up. Or he'll affirm things just to seem smart don't lie to me johnny no well i wouldn't <laughs> but no totally yes all of those things past present future other people's past present and future okay so is there something we as a coven can do to like figure out what's going on here or do you think we should call up some of the other covens and see if they had the same thing we should probably do that wouldn't mind wouldn't mind getting getting a good you know hangout going yeah, we, let's let's call up the gang. Okay, so who are you guys gonna call? Who are our coven buddies? Where do we yeah. do? Do we live anywhere specific? Uh, well, I know very little about New York, <laughs> okay. but I'm gonna assume Brooklyn. Okay, Williamsburg gotta be Williamsburg. All right, that's like the big hipster, sure, up and coming neighborhood. Okay, because Brooklyn's it, already sort of developed. Well, it's right? it, it William, Williamsburg is, is in Brooklyn. Great. Yes. All right, so yeah, you guys are in Williamsburg. You are in the most insufferable part of Williamsburg. <laughs> uh, there's a we live like uh, between two record shops. Th- yeah, there's right? a record shop next to. I guess that's more yuppie than. Uh, th- there's a record shop and like a wax cylinder shop that has opened in the back of the record shop. A wax cylinder shop. Yeah, they will turn all of your vinyl records into wax cylinders. Oh, okay. And they will provide you with a wax cylinder player because that's where you get the purest sound quality nice i'm sure johnny's really into that too yeah i have a a wax cylinder player um (laughs) but uh i was gonna suggest we could also i could talk to some some random creatures squirrels i mean like while we're putting the gang together and organizing a meet i think that'd be a really good use yeah and see if they've seen anything a couple unusual Yeah, I know a couple of people who make uh, hand-carved wooden glasses frames. I think that you <laughs> that should probably can. call up the people, though. You should get the <laughs> groups together. So Johnny puts on his reading glasses <laughs> to read his like little black book, and they are fucked up because they've been hand-carved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's see. Who are, who are the other covens that we knew? Um, so there's this one coven that runs a collective where they make packaging that biodegrades like a little over the rate of the things held inside so like they they do milk runs for everyone in the city like they they have a milk company mm-hmm. but the packaging only lasts a week so, so like, when your milk expires the expired milk explodes <laughs> over everything else in your refrigerator yeah that's the punishment for you not drinking your milk on time 
great. Yeah. The militant milk coven. <laughs> so is definitely... that coven's definitely a coven. So we, we should probably meet them for milkshakes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. They got the good stuff. Well, uh, there's a, there is a meeting place that you guys know about, uh, the Witch's Teat. It is a bar in Williamsburg, uh, that a lot of different witches from all over the city gather at just because you, you can be openly a witch there. Oh, cool. Drinks are cheap. They got a special on Saturdays for, uh, Guinness. I'm in. You know that neither of us drink, right? Well, I was going to get around and then drink all of it. So. Okay. Okay. But it's still good to look social, you know. Yeah. I have a water, thanks. <laughs> we're not. I'm not, we're I'm not going to poison myself. Listen, I sold my soul, but I'm not going <laughs> to poison my body. No, I'm saying with chemicals. I'm saying I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna get us around, and I'm gonna drink all of them because I'm looking out for you. All right, but that's gonna hurt my cred. I'm gonna announce, as I do always, wherever I go, <laughs> that I'm. Straight edge, and then I will not be drinking. Yeah, we got it. Okay. I just want to let you know. So the plan is to cast silence on him. Mm, yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so <laughs> are, are there any other? We've got a coven of militant milk enforcers who make sure people drink their milk in a week. <laughs> That's such or a weird else. way to think about it. It's just so that there's not extra excess uh, plastic. But it just, it, after a week, milk lasts like two or three weeks. Then it lasts well, that it, amount of time. And this is this is like this cheaper a, milk. This is so. unpasteurized because yeah. it's cooler in okay, Williamsburg. Okay, it's raw milk. Yeah, yeah it's, it's raw milk. <laughs> unpasteurized the, the, milk. But the other problem is that the package disappears and disintegrates at the end of it. So if it's in your refrigerator and you forgot about it, it's gone, and yeah. it's just milk. So don't forget about it. <laughs> Unpasteurized milk. Raw Stay milk. on top of your oh, yeah. intake habits. <laughs> Only buy what you need. Can be smart. I won't. It's more I won't drink it though. It's all of our planet. <laughs> I don't want to poison your it's body more respectful yeah. for the cows that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna last, get into Last it. people wasting milk. This is not our coven. This is a coven we know. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones who say things. They'll, like they'll this. be at the teat. They'll be at the teat. They'll be at the teat. Yeah. Let's let's teeter off to the teat. Yeah, is let's there is there any, anybody teat. else that you want to point out? Because you two cat created some people, so you guys have the option of like populating this world with weird witches that use magic to do yeah. weird things. Yeah, sure. The misfits, <laughs> the misfits, <laughs> the band, the misfits. <laughs> Just the band. Yeah, the yeah. band, the misfits is uh, yeah. a lot of people don't know that they were they're witches. Danzig <laughs> is a witch. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. I'll well, give him a call. <laughs> My best friend uh, lives in Manhattan, and he's a voodoo witch. Oh, mm-hmm. a, a bokor named uh, Jimmy Chicklet. Jimmy Chicklet. <laughs> yep. And um, he's kind of a trickster. He's really crazy, though, guys. Like he's so crazy. He's like a crazy person. Um, so I could talk to him. See what's up. Is that that cokehead capitalist day trader? He loves Diet Coke. What's wrong with that? <laughs> There like, is aspartame in Diet Coke. <laughs> Unless it's caffeine-free, aspartame-free Diet Coke, it's not going into this vessel, this temple called my body. <laughs> You're full of shit, Johnny. <laughs> All right. Insufferable. So, so you guys- Give me uh, that snake. <laughs> <laughs> you put out a bunch of texts, uh, and they like filter out. Actually, <laughs> we I contacted the Misfits through a Ouija board. Okay, yeah, that's cool. How we that's text. like traditional. Yeah. They carry around a Ouija board. Is it like what what size a Ouija board? Is it like the size of a smartphone that yeah. you just Yeah. It's it's what it's like one of those phablet size. 
Yeah. Like, so it's like a, it's like the iPhone 6 Plus cool. size Ouija board. That's, yeah. I know you're trying to be lame, but that's actually really goddamn cool. <laughs> I, I have really a, um, I was going to say, oh, please, you. I, I was just going to say, I have a homing toucan that I use. <laughs> yeah. What? It's a toucan that I put messages on. Sometimes yeah. I tell him, sometimes if the toucan's not feeling it, I'll just wrap a little note around his, his little, his little foot. And then I send him out. That's how I text. He's a druid. I it's don't... more, it's, it's better. And I don't like keeping a cell phone. I don't like people being able to get in touch with me whenever they want. That's mm. terrible. So we so, just well, have. Well, Kat is actually just playing herself. <laughs> <laughs> we just have a, uh, we have like a landline. We have a landline set up. So Lord, I'm calling we've, people. We've received landline. a toucan from King's Landing. <laughs> 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 it's eating all the Fruit Loops. Uh, follow your nose. Okay. Uh, so. You guys send out the message uh, to meet at the witch's teat. You guys have some news. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you want to do before the meet, or shall we head over to your your meeting of the coven? I think I'd like to do some studying. Sure. Okay. Um. So I want to look up this skull emerald um, and see if I can find any links to the significance there. Okay. Uh. So you want to research through uh your books? Is there a particular skill that you would like to use? A skill. Hmm. Or yeah. Um. I can look up. I can use ancient civilizations, perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So that combines with intelligence. Uh. Yes. Uh huh. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Damn. Uh. So you like. Go through your magical uh, tomes and volumes that you keep at the apartment. Yeah. You don't keep everything here. You know, you got to be careful. Uh, but you have your essentials. Uh, so you know that there are, uh, that liches in particular uh, use uh, phylactery magic, which is not just putting a soul in an object. You can put all sorts of things that are magical into objects. Uh, jewels and gems were especially popular uh, because it's a valuable thing already. People aren't likely to mess with it if right. they find it. They might steal it, but it's easy to recover something stolen. You can't recover something that's been destroyed. Right. So uh, there are people who would put spells and jinxes and whatever inside items. Okay. So there's no specific significance for a skull emerald. No, none that none that you can think of. Uh, again, there are people that you can ask around and see if they know anything. I have a um, squirrel gymnasium I built on my uh, fire escape, mm-hmm. and you know, just for the local squirrels. Yeah, she yeah, wants some trials. Yeah, uh-huh. they like to keep fit. Yes, <laughs> and um, I'm. Gonna go out there and and f- give them some food and and uh, see if that's if there's any chatter going on. Okay, literal chatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you head out to the squirrels. Um, I need you to make a charisma plus empathy roll. What is empathy? Empathy is one of your skills, and they they run in alphabetic order. Oh, okay. So I got 11, 13, and 15. 15. 15. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you you head out uh, to feed your squirrels. 
Like, well, they're, they're not my squirrels. Well, but like they're the city squirrels yeah. to feed some squirrels. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the squirrels are like uh, getting a little pudgy. Oh um, man! Just because like it's so much easier when somebody just feeds them. Uh, they're still fit, but they're not as scrappy as they once were, and they're kind of they're kind of pudgy and happy. And you know what? You like that. You like that because the alternative is them, you know, being desperate to survive. Mm -hmm. And that's no fun at all. Mm -hmm. uh, so you head out and they're like, oh, hey, she's here. Guys, what's up? Um, you guys, there's some weird stuff going on. Uh, any, yeah. Any no of you seen kidding. any, like, emerald skull business hood figures? Is there any chatter uh, going? Is there, is there any ne'er-do-wells hanging out? No. But uh, there are a few people who are acting real weird. We mean whiskers. Okay, like so. You know, you're not the only druid in Brooklyn, right? Right. There, there are like right. a couple other druids. Got it. And like, you know, sure, I'll have breakfast here, and then I'll go lunch somewhere else. Maybe do a brunch in between, then just to yeah. carry myself over. There's a lot of Hit good up places a bird to get feeder. I love hitting bird feeders. That's what I'm about. I'm a squirrel. That's okay. It should be a squirrel feeder. Why aren't there? Anyway, some of the other druids have been real silent lately. Like, mm -hmm. nothing's coming out, whatever. So, you know, we checked up. We checked up because you said people were falling into comas, whatever. Yeah. Turns out people are waking up from comas, but they're still not feeding squirrels. And so when they wake up from the coma, they're not talking either? Not talking to me, certainly. I'm, I'll chitter at the window all day. I won't get anything. I'm like, what's mm. up, boo? Where are my nuts? Mm. Well, Whiskers, you can be a little obnoxious sometimes, but hey, that's really rude not to that. even talk. I appreciate that I <laughs> yeah. can be rude. I apologize. I just interrupted you right now. <laughs> no, I'm a blunt person. I tell it like it is. So, you know, you know me, Whiskers. You know, you know what's I, up. I do know. Well, thank you for the information. Um, stay sharp, girl. You stay sharp. Have an extra nut on me. Keep it between us. <laughs> now hit the showers! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jamming. You're just jamming. I'm playing, <laughs> uh, playing, the I'm playing uh, my bass guitar, but I, I actually hawked my amp. <laughs> so I'm just playing the bass guitar uh, unplugged. Cool. It is. <laughs> You're right. Well, I wanted to share my information with you guys that apparently druids yeah. that are falling into comas are waking up like not talking, not not hanging out with any squirrels, not doing anything, just like pod people or something. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Should we like something? There's some sort of change going on. Who do we know that's like falling into a coma? Well, one of the misfits did, right? Forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really cared about Danzig. <laughs> uh, Dan yeah, Danzig. I think it was a guy who replaced Danzig. Yeah. <laughs> After Danzig left, the guy who painted his face like a skull. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that guy went into a coma. Well, Jiminy Chicklets, my uh, my best friend, his uh, his fuck buddy, actually, he went into a coma. Oh. But I didn't get a chance to ask him how it went. Well, we should see. I mean, would you want to give him a call and see, like, if his friend came out of the coma? And if his friend came out of the coma, we should go. He's going to be meeting up at the witch's Yeah, he's going to be at the witch's He's going to be at the witch's Yeah. Cool. Yeah, let's go. So you guys head out. Mm-hmm. Uh, witch's Teat, um, again, don't know New York personally. <laughs> 
only been there a couple times. And I'm glad you persisted in keeping it there instead of here then. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> they said it in New York. I like New York City as an abstract concept and a mythological place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you guys had 10 blocks, whether or not that's reasonable. <laughs> uh, the which is Teat, which is still in Brooklyn. So again, mm-hmm. don't know 10 blocks. Yes, that's, makes I that. think that'll, that's fine. Yeah. Cool. So it's 10 blocks. It's quite a walk. How do you guys get there? Don't we ride our tandem bike? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we do. <laughs> I take a, a I take a few vodka Red Bull shots before we leave. Gotta so keep yourself I'm like, limber. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like in the front of the tandem bike, like going, like <laughs> like really riding hard. Yeah. So yeah, and then we have one of those um, like those wheel spokes. So I stand on the back and hold your your shoulders, mm-hmm. and you're in the second. She's twelve. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, and my legs are going around, <laughs> but but she's but I'm doing- not really pushing that much. Like I'm <laughs> sort of doing the whole thing. Yeah, she's doing yeah. most of it because like I haven't really eaten that much in a while. <laughs> and so I don't have a lot of energy. This tandem bike is something that you guys made uh, because <laughs> of one of Johnny Hardcore's uh, hobbies is welding. Uh, yeah, that's so right. you so just it's a fixed gear bike. Yeah, uh, but you welded a broom to the body of it. Okay. So there's like a broom sticking out in the back. Do we uh, have that covers we put the back on, tires tread? Did we put on like a music box spoke so that it goes? So yes, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, obviously we did. Well, and obviously there's a basket in the front for a snake to sit in. Well, obviously, yeah, like a picnic basket. No, it's it's actually just like a terrarium that we mounted. To the front, yeah, with a with and a with a light, <laughs> with a little sunlight in it, uh, yeah, sun lamp. I'm this sorry. is a heavy bike. You're pedaling. I'm pedaling hard. <laughs> you're pedaling. I needed that vodka Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're the druid. You're the tough one. You're the scrappy one. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, so you guys head to the witch's teat. Uh, Pull up outside. It's a beautiful witch mural on the side of the building with like a monkey with with, with a winged monkey mm-hmm. uh, sucking the breast of a green breasted woman uh, because <laughs> it's like also just out there, you know, it's art. They don't care. Um, Love this place. Those place are people. Um, I uh, cast a spell. Yes. Can I do that? Yeah. Um, to lock the bike up. Cool. <laughs> I gotta make sure it's got a really good U-lock, like, probably like three U-locks, cause it's a tandem bike. One for the terrarium and, and for how many wheels is on a tandem bike? Two wheels. So yes. I'm for each wheel. <laughs> so three it's a locks. Bicycle still. Yeah. So I think. <laughs> so it's got two seats. It's got two seats. Two seats. Yeah. Sure, the yeah. the thing that you actually have to the the spell works for, and since you're a druid, I like this. Is like you can. There's a pole there where you can lock one of the U locks too, but you're not going to be able to get both wheels because right. it's tandem bike. Damn. So you grow a tree out of the street to lock the other part of the bike to. Great. Great. We have good locks. We have like kryptonite locks. Yeah, kryptonite yeah. locks. It, it, they They're only made matter. From real kryptonite. <laughs> Actual kryptonite. Yeah, because Superman loves to steal bikes. <laughs> <laughs> loves it. That's why they. Uh, that's why they made those locks in yeah. the first place. People think he's such a goody two shoes, but he was stealing bikes he's, all the time. Hey, look, he saves people's <laughs> lives. He can be paid in bikes for all I care. <laughs> uh. So yeah, you lock up the bike, 
um, bikes uh, locked up to the tree, uh, and you push your way into the witch's teat. Uh, witch's tit is, uh, like, it, it's a divey bar, clearly, but also just based on how many witches there are, they should be, they, they're doing well enough that they don't have to be divey, mm-hmm. but they're divey. Uh, and there's all sorts of terrible art on the walls. And by uh, terrible, you mean wonderful. No. <laughs> By terrible, I mean terrible. I mean naked pictures of celebrities. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, that that were hand drawn by the owner who also did the mural on the outside okay. of the bar. Yeah, it should be said that a lot of people like this place. Well, uh, they're wrong. <laughs> they enjoy going to it. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> it's got a lot of history. The titty's a great bar. Sure. The titty? The titty. Yeah, the titty. That's the short way of saying the witch's tit. So I'm going to do uh, telekinesis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, go ahead and pour myself a glass of ice water because mm-hmm. I'm straight edge. Uh, I'm going to telekinesis the the pint glass. You brought your, yeah, you brought your own mason jar. Yeah, right. Well, I'm, no, I'm going behind the bar. I'm levitating one of the, the pint mm-hmm. glasses or mason jars from... Uh, the bar, okay. you know, the, the little spray thing is coming up and it's pour, pouring water, ju- just uh, ice water in there. Um, hey, man, come on. Hey, I don't even, I don't even want to sh- walk up to the bar. Yeah, even I, com- I only go to, like, if I walk up to the bar, people could think that I'm ordering <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. I don't. Johnny, I can't have you. This is expensive equipment. Listen, man, I'm straight edge, all right? <laughs> He's doing it. I'm, He's doing I'm it. fucking straight edge, and if you want to poison yourself with all of that shit, you go right ahead. We should sit down before he stops yeah. so that nobody notices where we live. It's all right. It's all right. Um, he calls off like the younger, like the, the owner who waddles out. It's all right. It's all right. He's, he's a regular. Go on, Johnny. Yeah. Thank you. All right. And I got to say, don't agree with what you're doing here. I understand. <laughs> I am a straight edge Johnny, person. Johnny, I appreciate that you're straight edge. Okay. I really do. All right. All right. Can I get a couple menus? <laughs> yes. I'll I'll bring over menus, but not the alcohol menus, because I know she knows already what <laughs> yes, to order. Yes, this is my uncle. And I'll bring over a side table. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle. And okay. she can put her drink on separately. Oh, yes. I'm going to do uh, just straight up three rounds. Um, first round, Guinness, of course. Second round, I think some Mai Tais. I'm feeling tropical. And the third round is going to be uh, whiskey with water. I feel like I should be talking to you about this. You do know there's a history of alcoholism in our family. Along with witchcraft. A, a wonderful, <laughs> the other thing, <laughs> colorful history that I'm extremely proud of, Uncle. Okay. All right. Just, just make sure she paces herself. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. We're going to go sit Good down. Good Lord. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle. Tell me if you need me for anything. Oh, hey. Uh, I was looking at the menu. Um, has anyone recently thrown out any of this stuff? <laughs> I'm not going to do your job for you. If you want to eat from the garbage, you're going to have to paw through the garbage oh yourself. Okay, I'm just going to catch one of the waiters as they're bussing the plates back, and I'll just grab one of the plates. I need to put up a sign for you. 
<laughs> Just hey, to man. explain who you are. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, so I'm a freaking. All right. <laughs> yeah, all you people are wasting precious resources, uh, killing animals. There's plenty of food that you're wasting, okay? And I'm not going to do it. I'm going to eat all of the leftover foods that you guys don't eat. I'm going to do it. Now, I don't agree with the way that you do your business, but that's not my business, all right? Johnny, okay. shut the fuck <laughs> up. So Sit down before I cast, like, 15 spells on you. You're pissing me off. Fra- Frank Quinn, the uh, the bartender of the Witch's Tit, goes back uh, to, uh, you know, what he's doing, cleaning glasses, serving other people as, like, other people are filtering in. I want to point out that despite this is the fact that this is New York uh, and, like, a hipster area, nobody works. Nobody, nobody who is a witch works. I don't know where you guys get your money, but you make your money your own way, and everybody else spends pretty much their whole time doing witch stuff, apart from the misfits who obviously are a I, band. I rent out Ian to bar mitzvahs for the party. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jewish people love albino snakes. he's a well-behaved albino snake. Yeah, I mean, it's just like He's a cool really thing. well-behaved. He's really a, a giant sweetheart. <laughs> Different People start filtering in. The first people there are the the milk militia. <laughs> That's what uh, you're calling them? Yeah, man. <laughs> They're the milk militia coven. They dress all in white. <laughs> they have impeccably maintained beards and mustaches. Mm-hmm. And they have white shoes, white belts. Everything is completely <laughs> white. And they have carried their own milk with them, which they are going to uh, make car bombs with. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna go talk to them and see if you know? Why don't we leave Johnny at the table <laughs> to uh, look for some trash food, <laughs> some food trash? It looks like they're ordering apps, so you're like, they're probably not gonna eat all those apps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to the milk squad. Yeah, let's do it. Especially since milk is so heavy. There's just no way they're going to be able to make it through all of those appetizers. I'm going to go hang out by the jukebox. I jumped down and walked straight up to the milk people. Did you have the visions? Visions? Yeah. What do you what do you, what do you mean visions? I just mean like Did you guys did not I have a you, see things? Yeah, all of you would have had the same vision. It would have been no? No. no? Did you have a vision? Yes. I'm going to go talk to other people. Okay, is that the only thing you want to know about? What do you have? Has anybody has anybody in your squad uh recently what passed was in your vision? Out? Passed out. Yeah. You mean the you mean people going unconscious? Yeah. 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 Well what yeah. happened? Jeff. Uh Jeff passed out like last week. You know, we thought it was alcohol or, you know, consuming too much raw milk. Because despite the fact that there are a lot of health benefits to raw milk, also there are a lot of bacteria in there and they're not 100% safe. Um, but he passed out. We thought it was like, you know, a milk coma, but it turned out to be something like a real coma. Um, Is he here right now? No, he's not here. Damn, we took him, we took him to a healer. He passed out. He woke up a few days later, but he doesn't want to hang out with us anymore. Ouch, it's rough. He's got like a bunch of new people that he's running with. Hey, and like Johnny he's, Hardcore. He's been through a- nice hey, to meet you. Hey. Uh, did he talk to you? 
mm, talk to us? Have you heard him talk? Mm, I mean, like, he, he'll say that he doesn't want to hang out with us, if, like, but, like, doesn't talk much. Okay. Who's his new buds? Who's he, who's he, uh, who's he sloshing around with now? I don't know. Like, a lot of people <laughs> I've seen him running around with. Does he have a number? Uh, I mean, you can contact him on Ouija board. Okay. That's usually, that's how we filter most of our contacts is Ouija board. So, so I guess we should actually tell you. So basically, here's the content of this vision. Yeah, what happened? Okay. So, uh, all of us, we were eating breakfast. Okay. And then we all, I don't know, did we black out? Okay, wait a minute. Were you eating cereal? Did you have organic milk with it? Because sometimes chemical milk Personally, I don't eat because I don't have to eat. So let's move on. I had I had rum chata on my cereal. You don't want to tell them. Rum chata. Okay. So that's but that's not like so the alcohol would have killed off any bad stuff in the milk. That makes sense. Yeah. I had no animal products, (laughs) and uh, it was essentially a a bean burrito that someone had half eaten. Okay, so I'm going to say you guys are all clear from milk chemicals, which can be really dangerous, and that's why it's really important for you to drink raw milk. So, not milk-related at all. No, this is not what milk ha- What happened in the vision? So, oh, gosh. So, I as I remember it, vision. as I recall it, there was, like, a green emerald turned into a skull, right? Mm-hmm. Then there were people in black cloaks. Someone had a knife that went up and stabbed someone else in the back. Um, that's all I have. A green emerald. You guys got With a skull? Emerald? Like, it was shaped like a skull? I don't quite remember if it, it was, was etched into it. Etched into it. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a thing. Oh, wait. That's a thing. What's it's a thing? It's kind of like this tattoo I have. Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he forget the, the tattoo that was on his own body. Yeah. That's it. That's like a major artifact. What Where is, is this artifact? Uh, you know, uh, nobody, nobody really knows. There's like a rumor that it's here, but it's like from a long, long time ago, like back, back during the Spanish Inquisition, long time ago. Oh, I knew those dudes. They really rocked. That's yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> the like actual historical Spanish Inquisition, they did not rock. They were really deeply anti-Semitic. Yeah, no, we're talking about the same guys. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> all right, I'm about to give you the Irish Inquisition. Are you lying to us? <laughs> you know me. Are you giving us a straight? I wouldn't. I, you know me. I wouldn't lie about anything. Yeah, it seems really weird. My that word is as pure as milk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so just like so, this artifact mm-hmm. belonged to a group of inquisitors or someone taken down by the Inquisition. Uh, I mean, so far we. Like, I, I don't know much about it. Uh, you know who knows about, like, stuff like that is Frank. Frank, the one who, like, went under? No, Frank, the bartender. Frank, 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 Frank. Your uncle Frank? My, my, my uncle's not named Frank. Oh, okay. Just, Frank, Frank just got hired pretty Frank, recently. Irish Frank. Irish Frank, your uncle, your I, uncle I'm, Frank, your uncle Frank Quinn. As was established. You guys, I'm <laughs> fucking drunk right now. I don't even remember my, I'm on round three, guys. Girl, you are crazy. I'm going to go sit down. But I wanted to give you this uh, barrel of hay that I got for your cows. So hey, make sure you pass that around. Thank you. Yeah. You know what they say, hay's 
for horses, but better for cows. Mm-hmm. So, I love those cows. You. I'm going to go take a nap. Um, yeah. And uh, talk to my uncle. Tell him I said hey and send over another round. Okay, cool. Cool. So do you want to talk to Frank? Because I I feel like my 26 should have gotten something because I have like plus three in pursuits of artifacts and I was doing ancient civilizations and it's like the second best role you can get. It's not ancient, though. It's oh, okay. just like... That's just historical. Sure, but you could have you could have told me artifacts. Uh, so what? I was just doing research in the wrong books. So but yeah. now I'm going to sit down an and go go do some thinking. Cool. So uh, I'll make that roll. But you should go talk to. Yeah. yeah sure. Uh, what What am I rolling? Uh, you don't need to roll. You just go talk to talk to, to Frank. Talk to Frank. Frank, what do you, What do you want, Johnny? First off, anything that people have not eaten. I'm starving. I All am right. looking for anything. All right, I'll I'll go see if we've got some day old bagels. How about that? Has someone? We are has going to eaten throw them? them out. No one's eaten. Have you thrown them out yet? No, not yet. But they're they're you know it's just I'll have we're to, so close. Th- thanks for the offer, but no, thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, secondly, check uh, check out this tattoo. Okay, yeah, 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 you uh, know Cervantes, or you're affiliated with that whole scene? No, no, no. Wait, okay. wait, wait, the what? Oh, I, th- I thought, I th- this is pretty much common knowledge. So you're telling me you have a tattoo on your body that's a permanent part of your body, and you don't know what it means? Yeah, it's Johnny, a why doesn't this surprise me about you? It's a tattoo. What does that mean? It's a tattoo. It meant something to me at the time. What did... Uh, do you remember getting it? No. No. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. No way. Look, I, I don't know how much you know about me. I'm not wild about the whole warlock thing. Look, I, like I said earlier, uh, uh, Darcy's family and my family, we, we've got a long tradition of... Uh, the men and the women becoming fated and, you know, living the life of a magical person, whatever. Sure, yeah. But when that's over, the demon comes to collect your soul. You see? Oh, okay. Do you get that part? Yeah, I thought, yeah. I know. You go to an afterlife, it's not really pleasant. And yeah, can't honestly, you know, I run a bar full of hipsters and people with tattoos who, you know, don't know what they mean and beg me for garbage all day. Uh-huh. So this life doesn't specifically strike me as worth it of eternal torment, if you know what I mean. Okay. You get so that? what's my tattoo mean? <laughs> there are rumors of certain people who went back on their deal who, like, managed to win their soul back one way or another. Ah. Yeah. And Cervantes is one of them. Who's Cervantes? He was a man... Who, uh, during, during the Spanish Inquisition, uh-huh. he was, uh, one of the leaders, you know, not, not, not the type that you'd find in history books, but in the right history books, in yeah. our history books. It's one of the reasons that we had the accord. The, uh, the Nancy. Yes, yes, the promise of Nancy. You do know one thing. That's good. I know the promise of Nancy. We're yeah. a song about it. We're a song. We're a song. You titled the, song, the promise titled of the promise of Nancy. Nancy. It have anything to do that with anything? It was on the album called "The Promise of Nancy," and at that time, it was with the band "The Promise of Nancy." <laughs> okay, 
Okay, sure, sure. Just sort of like some metal bands would just have a really successful song and they'd name themselves after the song. Yeah, is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, some, yes. Oh. For some bands, that's how it went. Yeah, no, it was it was Pagans, then Paganomics, then Promise of Nancy. What is it these days? These days? I'm in between bands. Okay, sure, sure. Right, anyway, <laughs> uh, Cervantes. He yeah. managed to go back on his deal. Now, I've done my own research, you know, I've, I've researched it as much as you can, because it's only conjecture and rumor, and the only person who's ever been written about doing it is this Cervantes fellow. Except after he did it, he started leading witch hunts, and he knew where to find us because he was one of us. Wow. Some, uh, some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck that guy. Yes. Yes, it's like somebody who aggressively, you know, yells at people for doing something even though he does it too. Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't stand for that stuff. By the way, I don't the, stand this for ham sandwich, we found this half of a ham sandwich in the in the dumpster out oh, back. Thank you <laughs> so much. Uh, it was in the dumpster. It was in the dumpster. It crossed, it crossed the rim into dumpster town. Perfect. Got it. Great. Thank you. So anyway, <laughs> I know the, the few things I know about getting your soul back is when you get your soul back, your powers go away. Yeah, you're no longer a witch. Or a warlock. Uh, why would you do it? You know, I, I think it's worth it. Now, what, what, what can I do as a witch or a warlock that I can't do now that's worth me being tortured forever by some horrible demon? So you just want to be just another sheeple, sh- sheep person. I'm that already without, with that, with my powers. How so, man? You just want to be part of the mainstream? You just want to be a conformist? Is that what I'm Conform hearing? Conform to what? Just I'm just be the same. Literally, have you ever seen me do any magic? I mean, <clears throat> this sandwich is magic. Wait a second, you said ham sandwich? Yes. Like, ham pork? Pork ham? Ham pork, yes. Part of freaking is vegan. No, you. part of freaking is that you just eat scraps. You son eating- of a bitch, I'm a vegan freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! No, I I just thought you were a freaking. If it no, was I'm a ve- no, I'm a vegan freaking. You're That's so mother, much harder to do. Mother, bless her. <laughs> I don't curse either. Okay, that's new, no, and you're gonna be held to that <laughs> for the rest of people seeing you. Okay, and hearing that's you, fine. So I hope you're happy with that choice. Mother, bless it, man. I can't believe it. Ugh. I, ju- I just thought you were freaking. I honestly just thought you were freaking. Uh, I'm a vegan freaking, man. Why would I ever want to be... You know, bread is usually made with butter. What's up? <laughs> bread. I see you eating bagels and other <laughs> products. They're cooked with animal products in them. Nah. Anyway. <laughs> we don't make our bagels with Crisco here. It's just... Hey, man. Listen. I don't care. Okay. Right. It's water under the bridge. Sure. Good. Which is the only thing I drink, by the way. Bridge water? <laughs> no, just water. <laughs> don't make fun of me. I don't understand. You've got new rules that I didn't understand a second <laughs> so ago. So I had a goddamn vision. 
pertaining you, to this. You had a vision? Yes, I had a vision. And for some reason, all these tattoos I have, I didn't notice it until somebody mentioned it, that uh, all these tattoos that were in the goddamn vision. All right, well. Here, let me take off my shirt. <laughs> You've got robes and torches and pitchforks. <laughs> All right, uh, now that I see you without your shirt, I'm noticing a lot of uh, Inquisition iconography there. Uh-huh. You got a few crosses yeah. and whatnot. And I, wait, when did you get these tattoos? Uh, you know, 80s. 80s? Some 90s. Some are cover-ups. Okay, okay, yeah. well that's, yeah, because I, I see right there you've got the Budweiser frog and that appears to... <laughs> Wow. something up. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Budweiser frog to cover up a really embarrassing tattoo. <laughs> Must have been pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Is that from a time in Thank your life? Thank God I got the Budweiser frog, though. <laughs> Six timeless. Does that remind you to stay straight edge? It does. Oh, good. Uh-huh. All right. I'm I'm just amazed that your guy who never drinks or does any drugs of any sort doesn't remember getting a tattoo. It's it's a long time. He's old. (laughs) Aging rockers usually have memory troubles because they did something to their brain. Bad memories. They don't have to be. All right, so um, so I, yeah, I meanwhile I got a twenty-five on that artifact <laughs> discovery thing. So, okay. are there any other remaining bits of info? Yeah. Uh, so this guy Cervante, he used this uh in his hunts against witches. There are people who said he had the ability to take and control people's bodies. Mm. And that's how he would ferret people out by walking in somebody else's body and finding and ferreting out witches and then leading the Inquisition to them. That's really sad. It's incredibly sad. Um, but the thing that's that scared people, that scared people more than anything, is he had given, he, he had gotten his soul back. Yeah. Uh, but he still had power. And the reason he had power was this artifact. Okay. So I can't help you too much on that because... The only thing I know is is that he got his soul back and uh, what what he had to do to get that soul back and all that nonsense. But uh, you know, I do know someone else who might be able to help you investigate that if you're if you're committed. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a vampire that uh, lives in the city. You know, he's been around a while. Might have some information for you. What's his name? His name is, uh, believe it or not, his name is Vlad. Vlad. Yes. No, I just woke up. (laughs) I have a history with Vlad, so I really would appreciate if we didn't have to drag all that out in the open. I'm just telling you where to go to find him. Also, Uncle, earlier I think I messed up your name because I've been drinking, and I apologize. That's that's all right, Darcy. Don't tell my aunt. It'd be really embarrassing. I, uh, my lips are sealed. Whatever happens here stays here. That is the card of the witch's teat. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'll take the rest of that ham sandwich if you're not going to eat it. No. Did I? I, I didn't eat any of it. <laughs> <laughs> like half of it is gone, Johnny. Yeah, because somebody else ate the other half. No, Johnny, like half eat- of it went to your garbage stomach full of garbage. So I'm um, Frank. Did you yes. say that you were trying to like get rid of your powers? Yes, I am. That sounds like super dumb. No, it's not dumb because I don't want to spend eternity in hell. So just like become a lich or something then. I'm already my own thing. Well, I'm sure you can just <laughs> become a lich. Just like get better at magic. All I'm saying is that like, okay, some dude is doing the Cervantes thing again, right? right? Uh, is that true? I'm pretty sure. At this point, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, uh, if you started going down that route, who's to say that wouldn't happen to you? It sounds stupid to go back on something that you already put yourself into. Uh, because then I spend eternity in hell? Uh, yeah, but only if you go there, you know, figure it out before you get to There's hell. a demon who has my soul, and if I don't get it back, so it's like, not complicated. Okay, okay. no, it's like... You know, you're you're saying it is. Co- you know what this is? This is lich privilege. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying <laughs> That's everyone what should is. just get better at magic so that they can all be liches, and you should just be a lich. Just figure it out. If you were better in magic, you wouldn't have to lose. Like you wouldn't have to die, and or fulfill that soul contract. All right. Or like make a new contract with someone. You know, if they split it up enough... I don't have anything to barter anymore unless you suggest I go out and grab other people's oh, souls. Sure, I'm like, sure I could do that. Well, don't do that. I'm just saying, like, you could barter with your soul, just not having it present. Who's to say even we know how souls work? All right. I, I, how about this? I'll take your suggestions. I'll put them in my suggestion box. Yeah, I'm just saying that I don't want my girl, Darcy, to not have an uncle because he's trying to kill other witches. Okay. I I appreciate it. I think Cervantes was just an arsehole, and that's who he is, <laughs> and that's what he did, is he lived as an arse. Got it? Good? Yeah, like George W. Bush. <laughs> and the whole bar! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, bless you! <laughs> <laughs> So, um, as, as you guys finish up talking to him, Tony Rollins pushes open the door and the misfits arrive. <laughs> Tony Rollins? Yeah, is that Henry Rollins? Henry Rollins? <laughs> Henry Rollins of Black Flag. It's Danzig. Glenn Danzig. 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 Oh, so his, I just named his mortal enemy. Yes, Glenn Danzig. <laughs> it's kind of true, yes. <laughs> I know, I know him. He was on an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force once. <gasps> yes, and that's, yes, exactly. Yep. He- well, I guess for the betterment yeah. of everyone, I have to send a toucan to Vlad, which Yay. I really don't want to oh, because Vlad's, cool. you know, Vlad's like kind of an asshole. Like when you first meet him, you don't know it, but he is. He's a jerk. I don't think he is. He like tells cool stories about like things that have happened. Yeah, but you ever notice all of his stories are about himself yeah. and cool things that have happened to him? He's like really self-centered. So why is that a big deal? He's nice. I don't like... If I were like... I don't know. He's a vampire. He's been around a long time. Are you saying you like him or something? No. I don't like like, anyone. Sounds like you might be interested in him, and I would not be okay with that. That'd be weird. We've discussed this. I am asexual, so I'm not interested in anyone. I just think he's really cool. If you want to hold his hand or something, that's okay. Again, that's not not something I'm interested in doing, because I'm not interested in anyone in that way. I don't get why this doesn't make sense to you. I'm like a 12-year-old, so that all stopped... 
when I like went through the transformation. When I was twelve, I was kissing people. But I wasn't. You know, that's I just wasn't interested in that yet. I mean, when I was twelve, I was also like able to chug a whole fifth of whiskey. So I had a different childhood than you did. Um, <laughs> I am going to send a two can to Vlad. Okay. And just be like, meet me at our special spot. Cool. In two minutes. Cool. He yeah he he'll know. Okay. He'll be able to show up. Uh, so Danzig uh, walks into the bar. He's got uh, you know part of his band with him. They all like sort of sit down. Hey, Glenn. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck Glenn. yourself. You mean bless you, don't you, Johnny? <laughs> it throws, it throws a mason jar that shatters behind your head. I uh, I I use telekinesis on all the, all the bits of glass, and I put it back together and then set it down gently on mm-hmm. the floor. Cool, red, red, cool, red. <laughs> what do you ask me here for, Johnny? Hey, man. Uh, I think you gave me these tattoos. <laughs> yeah. So? Yeah, you remember giving me these tattoos? Yeah, I remember giving you those tattoos. What do you mean? <laughs> do, do you remember what I said they meant to me? <laughs> I want to use Lumiere to see if he's up to, like, if he's involved with any of this stuff while this conversation is cool, happening. Cool, cool. Uh, roll your casting on Lumiere. Okay. Lumiere. At 18. 18 definitely makes it. Cool. So that is just your keep first doing- time per, the, per day casting it. Um. So now, uh, in order to successfully cast it without botching, you need to get two to three. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it, it's going to get harder. As yeah, no, that's it. cool. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> and I forget, is Lumiere uh, the one that allows you it to- It allows me by staring at someone to find out things about them. Okay. So I want to just see if he's involved with any of this stuff in the shady capacity. Mm-hmm. That So while they're having their scene, please have that cool yeah. scene but, and give us the deets. Man, it's about suffering. There were ser- you wanted you felt guilty about not knowing enough about culture and heritage, so you wanted to make that a part of your body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then I just uh, I just tattooed it, and I didn't do anything else. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks again. I mean, they're still pretty rad. And thank you. You did a great job on the Budweiser frog. I know how much you love him. That fucking frog is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I do like here's the thing. I do magic every day. I don't know how they fucking did it. No. How did they make it looked like a real frog? <laughs> yeah. And it said it said words. It said words. It said words. Yeah. I gotta tell you. Feed frogs to my snake now and I feel bad about it every time I do. It's all right, man. It's cir- circle of life. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna use light poison, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is one of the things I can do. Yeah, uh, but to me, of course, light poison is a is is a Miller light because <laughs> it causes vomiting, dizziness, <laughs> and fatigue. <laughs> so uh, oh. I'm gonna use that on uh, on Danzig. Um, because I want to be able to uh, leave, I want I want to be, like he always wants to hang out mm-hmm. for a long time. I want to be able to leave, or I want him to leave, yeah, so that I can leave. <laughs> you, he has to leave first. Yes, he got here after you. That's true. Uh, so okay, you like uh, 
You, I can I can also add my sleep potion to that, right? So that he'll he. Oh wait, you want him to leave? Yeah. Never mind. So yeah, your you, potion's better. You, yeah, roll <laughs> your light poison. Sixteen. That definitely hits. Uh, so yeah, you manage to slip him a Mickey. Essentially, uh, he he drinks. Everyone's like, oh. I feel dizzy and like I want to vomit and fatigue. <laughs> it's because you poison yourself with alcohol. Fuck man. you! Fuck you! <laughs> bless, bless, bless you. <laughs> no, fuck that! <laughs> I'm not that anymore! I'm freaking edge. <laughs> Alright, guys. We gotta go meet Vlad now. It's been two minutes. <laughs> so we go outside and I, uh, I, I'm gonna summon a beast. Cool. Yes. I'm going to summon a, a giant eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. In New York. In New York. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, roll casting. Roll casting plus intelligence, I believe. You need to roll your uh, summoning. Uh, okay. So all you need to ro- do is roll your intelligence plus cast. Uh, casting is one of the little things. I think it's like uh, it's under talents. It's the first one. Oh, okay. Eight. Eight. So you actually just get, I think that's the nearest animal or like that little chart there. Yeah. I mean, nearest animal is 11. Uh, okay. So you don't, you don't manage to summon it. You're trashed right now. <laughs> <laughs> you roll an eight and like you walk outside like, animal friends! <laughs> animal friends! <laughs> and it's like in the middle of the day. No, like, there are animals who can hear you and who under normal circumstances would hang out with you, but they don't want to get, like, they don't want to be responsible for you. So should we, like, um... We gotta have an animal intervention at some point. <sighs> yeah, but Guys, should... my special place with Vlad is at the top of the Empire State Building. We have to find a way to get there, and I thought an eagle would take us, so we're basically screwed! Do we have to... Is this is this our monthly taxi allowance? Uh. <laughs> I have to take a taxi, a girl who's got eagles and giraffes. I have, uh, well, heroes, that's it for this week. But don't worry, we'll be back with the conclusion to which and more exciting Kickstarter series this month. Coming up, we have Mark Richardson's Headspace and Keith Baker's Phoenix Dawn Command. If we piqued your interest with which, you can head over to the show notes and follow the link to their Kickstarter, which is up for funding right now. If you like this show and you're a fan of Cat and myself, why not play a game with us? On March 28th, Cat and I will be at the Chicago D-Mystics Game Master's Circle, where we'll be playing games with fans and swapping DMing advice with greats like Will Hindmarch, Kenneth Height, and many more. If you want to join us, head over to the link in the show notes for the Chicago Demystics Game Master Circle. That's March 28th at the Co-Prosperity Sphere. One Shot is a joint production of Tenpenny Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! A